You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. This edition of It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, your partner for global wealth creation. It's time for It's My Money, and It's My Money is brought to you by Brenthurst Wealth, South Africa's top boutique wealth manager in 2017 and 2020, and consistently outside of those years in the top three or four. With me is Rocco Fansale, and Rocco has sent me an article which appeared on another website a little while ago, and its headline is RAs and Regulation 28, what next? It goes on to say, Regulation 28 has been amended to increase the offshore limit. Here is what it means for the retirement savings of ordinary South Africans. Rocco, thanks for speaking to me. What a nice surprise it was when the uh, the limit was lifted. Just give us the details of the limit lifting, please. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on your podcast today. Essentially, Regulation 28 has been a thorn in the backside for many South Africans and their retirement savings. And there, there, there's a lot more to Reg 28, but for now, just mainly looking at your offshore exposure limits, which up until recently was a meager 30%. Luckily, in the last, what was it, four, six weeks ago, in the midst of all the chaos with Russia and Ukraine, um, it was announced that the limits have been increased by 50%, so from 30% to 45%. And it's definitely going to have a big impact for South Africans and, and their retirement savings going forward, I think. Okay, and what was the reaction of the financial services industry? And um, you can use the Brenthurst example as an example. Uh, did you immediately sit down with your team and say, okay, we've got our maximum out at the moment, 30%. We're going to immediately increase it to 45%. Or did you say, no, let's, let's take a step back and not be a bull in a china shop. Let's think about this. What was your reaction? Yeah, so obviously it's, there isn't a one-size-fits-all, but I would say with majority of clients, it's definitely in their best interest to, to make use of these increased limits. Obviously, you don't have to do it straight off the bat as in the next day, yeah. but also don't take your time with doing it. Um, try getting into the market, diversify your retirement savings a bit better, get more exposure to offshore investments, and on top of that, also serves as a, as a RAND hedge. Um, so yeah, the, the short and sweet answer is you don't have to do it straight away off the bat, but definitely whether if you obviously if you at Brentist, um, this is something we're addressing with our clients. So as we're meeting with them and doing reviews and etc., that we're bringing this up to light and we we're doing the necessary rebalancing for portfolios. But even for if there are people who are listening to this podcast who perhaps aren't with Brentist, maybe have another advisor somewhere else, I'll still recommend that um, you speak to your, your advisor and, and explore these these options. But yeah, my advice would be to, to definitely put in a lot of thought into it. And if you're uncomfortable with doing it straight off the bat, you can obviously do it over time, but definitely consider making use of, of the new limits. Yes, and the South African financial markets have behaved beautifully because of it. I mean, it's not as if suddenly everyone says, right, well, that means that uh, money's going to go offshore, therefore the RAND's going to fall, in fact, quite the opposite. And also, I think a lot of South African domestic shares have done so well of late, and I don't mean in the last two, three, six weeks, but uh, over the last year or so, I think people are maybe saying, okay, well, when things start, if if things start to look bad again in South Africa, whether it comes to commodity prices falling, the RAND falling, then we'll have a look at increasing from 30 to 45 but at the moment we're quite happy have you found that attitude with certain clients yes i've seen it not necessarily with our clients but 
obviously following the markets and maybe following local managers in South Africa and their views, the general sentiment I get is a lot of them are very, with amongst the local managers, a lot of them are very happy with the increases. So no one's complaining, but a lot of them are slowly readjusting their portfolio. So you, you'll hear some guys saying that they're going to, over time, go to 35 40% and so forth. So, yeah, no one's complaining, although some people are maybe aren't as aggressive and implementing changes straight away. But, yeah, as, as far as the African context, the JC has done really well over the last 18 to 24 months. Um, a lot of it's got to do with what's coming out of the ground. Yes. So, whether it's the economy, um, I mean, last week we saw that the unemployment, South Africa's unemployment rate has hit its highest in or it's hit its record at 46% if you include the expanded definition. So, yes, the JS is doing relatively well over the last two years, coming off a really low base, first of all. Second of all, is it a sign that the economy is doing really well or is it just a sign that what's coming out of the ground is, is doing really well? Yeah, I think a lot of people would argue that the economy isn't necessarily in a better place. It still hasn't recovered completely from COVID, although a lot of your peer, developed peers have and largely have COVID behind them. So, yeah, is it going to run? Is it going to, you know, is the JC fortunes going to carry on for the next few years um, the way it has? Well, I guess that will largely depend on commodities and if it carries on the run, it's going. But as far as Africa's economy is concerned, um, I, yeah, I don't think the strong rand, the JSC that's been running as it has, I don't think that that is a sure sign that the economy, that's the actual economy for the, the, the average guy, the average Joe is doing no, well. You're, you're quite right. I mean, we know that every time we start to get really, really bullish about South Africa and really, really bullish of the round and say, okay, we've we've overcome another hurdle and we're on the road to recovery, something happens. Something happens either internationally or locally. Although I must say locally, things are a little bit better at the moment, a little bit more stable. The Reserve Bank's doing a fine job. The National Treasury has done a fine job as well. The new finance minister delivered a good budget. So there is some cause for optimism. But because we are still largely a commodity-based uh, economy, there are going to be cyclical factors that will inevitably mean that the economy and the RAND will turn down. And that's where the 45% comes in. And I think that's probably what you as a financial advisor at Brentus tell your clients. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw last year, or in the in the last few years, all it takes is a few bad, bad headlines, and the rand will, will drop five to eight, five to ten percent in a week. Um, I'll give you a great example. In a few months' time, if you read the news and and I don't know, one of ESCOM stations are down, something like that. I mean, where we end up going back to six to eight hours of load shedding a day. That's very possible. It's not impossible. Um, also, if if commodities, if if Commodities do cool down. I think the the outlook for for tax revenues in Africa and and perhaps those companies on the JSC will will, will definitely dimmer. So it, I would say that I mean one thing we've learned in South Africa is that there are a lot of risks. And when the Rand's doing strong and the JSC is doing doing well or relatively well, we forget that we forget that at the end of the day we're facing a lot of that the state's facing a lot of challenges. Um, and threats going forward and 
God only knows if it's going to get better with time. Yeah, well, history tells us that, um, yeah, there are ups and downs, so let's put it politely, uh, Rocco. Uh, my final question is one that uh, people accuse me of being a stuck record, but you get a new client into your office tomorrow morning and the person has uh, 10 million rand to invest. Do you say immediately 45% offshore, that is the way to go? Is that what you would say? Saying that this person might be uh, mid-40s with a medium risk profile. No, it, once again, Lindsay, like I said earlier, at least with our clients, there isn't a one-size-fits-all, especially if you've got a lot of time to be in the market and you're comfortable with taking on risk and, and volatility and you understand the risks that are involved. If you've got a long-term investment horizon, um, it's, def- it's definitely something that I would entertain and, 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 and it w- we would be in that region, maybe in, not max out at 45, depending on the client and their circumstances and perhaps other investments they may have and where those are. But yeah, I think the, the 30% limit was simply just wasn't good enough for the ordinary South African over the last five to 10 years. And I think it's a huge step in the right direction that the limits have been increased to 45%. It's, it's a step in the right direction. Very good. Hopefully there are several more steps in the right direction in the future. Rocco, thank you very much for your analysis. That's Rocco Fansale from Brenters Wealth. And that was It's My Money. It's My Money was brought to you by Brenters Wealth, an award-winning boutique wealth management company. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.